You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. It's Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm good now. We had a little technical issue, Richard, to start the episode. Totally my fault. We sure did, but you know what? We're back. We are back. We're back, and some might say, unbreakable. Uh, We're glasses half full kind of guys, huh? Look at us with the pun jokes. You can't split us up. That made Ryan, some, some would say I have a last airbender. That didn't work. Nope. Let me have that one back. Yeah, some that say work. I have a sixth sense there about it is. podcasting. There it is. Yeah. Right. Felt good about that. Yep. Oh, boy. Hey, what, hey Ryan, uh, could you follow the signs? Oh, boy. To... Let's Ryan. just stick to what's happening. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, I'm yes. following along. I'm following along. What was the shitty one with Will Smith? Oh, ah, oh <laughs> he doesn't remember either. I don't, uh, let me think. Um, after Earth. After Earth. Good one. Yeah. Ryan, after Earth, what are you going to be doing? Um, <laughs> I have a dead serious question for you, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, I brought you up on the uh, radio program today. Oh, you did? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I did. Because, yep. well, I don't know if you're going to like why I brought you up. Well, oh, maybe boy. you might. You might not care. So I don't know if you saw this, but. In the Patriots-Chiefs game, Tom yes. Brady, I guess they were shining like a, uh, a laser pointer at him. Yeah. So I told the story, and I was like, so I was always afraid, because laser pointers were really at their apex when we were in high school. That was when they were at their most popular. They were everywhere. You went to a fucking movie, people would be circling breasts. You went to, like, you went anywhere, people had laser pointers, oh, right? you stand up in front of the class, someone hit you with a little, you know, in yep. your, uh, in your right what have there. you? Yeah. Right, right in the junk. Every time somebody had it. And for a while, it was always funny, and then it quickly became always not funny. But and it was like it always devolved into how close you could get it to someone's eye without actually getting it in their eye. So that's exactly you're leading me to where I was yep. going because I was always, as you remember, terrified of it because <laughs> I don't like things in or about my eye. And once I heard that that can cause permanent damage, I was yep. terrified of it. And so people would be messing around. I'm like, dude, don't. I'm like, I, I can't have anywhere near my eye. You'll go blind. And one night. Probably after a night where I was just talking to you nonstop, you said, that's bullshit. You grabbed, you yanked the fucking pen out of my hand and turned the laser on and stared it right in your eyeball, like an inch away. And you're like, see, see. I did do that. You did it for like 20 seconds. And, and like me and Shark and whoever was like Woody were like, what? And I was like, so I mentioned that on the podcast, or I'm sorry, on the radio show today. And I was like, you know what? I should ask Davey how his eyesight is. Um, this is actually a phenomenal story. I'm glad. I actually got kicked out of my last eye exam. <laughs> so, <laughs> because you're like, I tried to blind myself. No, 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 no. So my wife, my wife wears glasses. So um, and in our insurance, we get like one free eye exam a year. Yeah, everybody gets one. So we did it together. And um, wait, I'm what? Going th- you did like a joint? No, no, no. Eye no. Test? Like we went, we did, we did a appointments at the same time because when you when you have children you have to like do these kinds of things like kind of in clumps to like get them all done out of the way so um we both went together and um the lady's like we're going through the whole exam and she's like read that bottom line and i was like okay and i read the bottom line she goes (laughs) get out i i actually at 37 years old this is this is a odd flex as the kids say a weird brag i have 2010 vision you fuck are you serious yeah 
That's like what a lot of baseball players have. Yeah. It's like so just like a ridiculous ba- vision. They'd be like, can you read the bottom line? And you're like, made in China, copyright <laughs> 2010. Yeah. They're like, no, 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 what? Ah. So the, right. the idea is, so I asked what that even meant. And the lady said, you see at 20 feet what people, most average people can see at 10 feet. Correct. So, so I have like really good vision. I think so, I'm like 20, 30 in one eye and like 20, 40 in the other eye. Yeah. Because you get the glasses. Yeah. I don't wear them though. I know you don't. Probably should, but yep. I don't. Only and when you drive, right? <laughs> look, I look like a real dweeb. Maybe, no. maybe Richard, and I'm not gonna. Maybe I'm not saying, saying things out of school. Maybe if you shined a laser in your eye, uh huh, you'd be down to where I am. So it actually has the opposite effect. It actually has the opposite effect. It sharpened my vision. So you have the best vision. All right, yep. I'll update the story tomorrow. I have never, I have never worn glasses or braces. I lo- yeah, I've never worn braces either. But my teeth also aren't straight. So what oh, are you gonna do? Fine. <laughs> yeah, mine are fine too. But, but, I'm, but I'm fat and going bald, so you got to pay the man some way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everybody gets theirs, so there right? Go. Got to pay the man. <laughs> All right. Well, it's good to know that your eyesight's still good after yep. you you tried. You were so mad at me for some reason, and you ripped the laser pointer out of my. Maybe it was just like you were being such a baby about it. You know what I mean? Like it just. I was. I was. Get, I was getting real pissy about it. I did not want it anywhere near my eyes or face. <laughs> but I remember the look I remember of, that so clearly and I, That was fucking 20 years ago I haven't thought about it. that in years But I still After you told that story I remember the look of horror On your face <laughs> As I did that Oh my god That was intense yeah. So anyway So that's that So I'm glad we cleared <laughs> that up Right, let's get to the news Ryan, The Punisher Season 2 is out. It is available on Netflix, all 13 episodes. I would say I'm about halfway through, and I personally am loving it. See, I I, I read this, and I'm two episodes in, and we are slow right now. Well, slow going. yeah. You know what? Probably, part of it is The Punisher is one of my favorite comic book characters of all time, and sure. I think John Bernthal does a really good job as him. Yeah. So I, I admittedly cut it a little bit more slack. It's like if they had a Spider-Man Netflix show and there were slow moments, you'd still be all in. Oh, yeah, I'd be all in. But at the same time, you know, uh, the bar fight in the – this isn't a spoiler, but the bar fight in the – I think this is the second episode? Yeah, it was early on. Yeah, It's real good. That was real too, good. Yeah. Nice and tight. There's good. And some of the new characters I like. Uh-huh. So without, and we'll do a standalone episode on the Punisher season two, but the, the new girl that's in it and she was like in the trailers and stuff. I don't know how to describe her other than she would be like the third hottest girl at every school. That's, like that's it's, pretty good. Yeah. Don't you think? Like it's yeah. one of those things where she's probably good friends with the hottest girl in the school. And then if they were together, you'd be like, actually, you know what? She's well, no, but. Yeah. Like she just reminds me like she wouldn't like and she'd be at everybody's school. Like everybody mm-hmm. had a girl at their school that probably looked kind of like her. And she she's that nebulous age where she could be like 16 or like 25. I think she's play, I want to say she's playing 16 and I believe she is 21. But yeah. as you said, she could also play 25. If she exactly. Had to. Yeah, it's interesting. But anyway, so I like Punisher season two. We'll see where it goes and, and all that stuff. Uh, we also got a trailer last week, Ryan, for John Wick three. And Halle Berry looking she, pretty good. She just, her and Paul Rudd, they just don't age. They really don't. Halle Berry is incredible. She also, is we've incredible. talked about this on the podcast. Going from, was it Monster to, or no, Monster's Ball. Monster's Ball. To Catwoman. In one leap. Is an incredible swing. Like, <laughs> just high and low is, is unbelievable. And I believe, wasn't Monster's Ball sandwiched between two X-Men movies? Yeah, she. I, yeah, that makes sense. And like swordfish, or like someone like those were all in there. I think yeah. together. Yeah, she's interesting. She was, she was really good in the program. Going all the way back to the program. Oh, all the way, we, all the way back to the program. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Halle Berry fan. And then the one story I remember about Halle Berry is so she was married to David Justice. Yes. Who for a long time when he was on the Braves was one of my favorite players. And as the story goes, they were married. And then one day, David Justice was like, "I don't want to be married anymore." To Halle Berry. And there's like, you heard that, and that happened again too. Like some guy divorced her. Yeah, what's up with that? And then there was like this huge like custody thing. I'm I'm pretty sure like it was something's Ugh. going on. Something's going on. Something stinks. Or it's something's rotten in Denmark, as they would say in every yeah. Quentin Tarantino movie. Sure. Ryan, speaking of Quentin Tarantino, actually mm-hmm. not really, but 
the uh, Oscar nom nom noms came out today. Sure did. Now we don't. We're not going to dig into every single category, but here are the best picture noms. And I want you to tell me which movies you have seen and also which movies you would like to see. Fire away. Black Panther. Seen Black, it. Okay. Black Klansman. Need to see it. Bohemian Rhapsody. Lukewarm on that. The Favorite. No interest. Green Book. I'll see it when it's on HBO. Roma. No interest. A Star is Born. Seen it. Vice. Have not seen it. Don't know if I, I, like- I want to see that. Yeah, and I like to see as many as I can before the Oscars. I don't know why, but I, I try to. Yep. I'm not really interested in a lot of them. I do, I've do. i only seen Black Panther and A Star is Born. I want to see Black Klansman, probably the most on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife wants to see Bohemian Rhapsody, so maybe I'll sit through it, but I really have no interest, believe it or not. I mean, the thing I've heard, is... I've, is heard like, enough, I've heard enough, like, eh things about it where I'm like, ah, I don't really care. And here's the thing, like, having... I grew up listening to queen and being like a, a, having a passing knowledge of like the story. Yeah. Um, and then when the movie came out, I started watching, you know, interviews and I, I watched the live aid concert and I was watching all these things and I'm like, uh, now I'm probably just going to be pissed that they don't get into like the nitty gritty of the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For, yeah. They, they kind of like bend the truth a little bit here and there and, and like, kind of like, like make some things a little bit shinier than yeah. might not have been. So but I, I want to see I want to see it because I want to see how Rami Malek does it, you know. Yeah, I, so I mean, I, I guess I should see it, and then Vice. I'm kind of interested, like, sort of interested. So we'll see. Mm. We got we got like a month to go, so we'll see whatever it is or whenever they're out. Also, this week we got the Razzie nominations. Sure did. Here are the nominees for Worst Picture 2018: Gaudy. Which I the, have to see. I have to see I this have movie. To see, I'm with you. We got to see Gotti. Yeah. The Happy Time Murders. You're so pissed. Which I would say, fuck out of here with that <laughs> Raspberries Awards. That is bullshit. <laughs> that is not one of the worst movies of the year. Uh, Robin Hood. That's which, more like it. Yep. That's more like it. Winchester, which I have no idea what that is. I have no idea what that is either. And Holmes and Watson, which <laughs> that belongs here. Probably that does belong here. That does belong here. Dude, Happy Time Murders, come on. That's a bad <laughs> rap. They they tweeted out the uh, Rotten Tomato scores of all five yep. of them. And Happy Time Murders, I think it's like in the 20s, which is obviously very low, but it's significantly higher than all the other ones. All the other ones are like either like single digits, right? Yeah. Or is, I is think Gotti's a zero. I think Gotti's still rocking a goose egg. Yeah. Which yeah, that's we hard to do. We got to see Gotti. And so Travolta's nominated. And Kelly Preston, who's also in the movie, is nominated for like worst. Awesome. Pretty funny. Yep. So is Melissa McCarthy, is she, I think she's nominated for a Razzie and an Oscar this year. She is. That's incredible. That is pretty that's, wild. That's more impressive than, uh, what are they called, the EGOT? The I think EGOT. to me. Yeah, that's, to, <laughs> that Tracy Jordan was going for. Yeah. The EGOT. Yeah, so John Legend actually just got an EGOT, which is which is nuts. But oh, wow. um, if, to, both to, were on, if both were televised on the yeah. same night, the Oscars and the Razzies, aren't you watching the Razzies? Absolutely. And there was a year, who was it? I think it was Halle Berry showed up and, and accepted her Razzie. That Halle Berry did for Catwoman. Yeah. Uh, the, the Rock, I don't think he showed up, but he, The Rock won one for Baywatch, and he like did like an acceptance video or something. Like That's He was awesome. in on it. I, they should do this and get like hosts and get like just vicious hosts. As a throat clear, collar pull. <clears throat> <laughs> if they did an online stream of the Razzies and you and I like kind of like did the color? We, we should host the Razzies. We should absolutely host the Razzies. I would love to host the Razzies and get like Jeff Ross. Yeah. <laughs> like it'd be great. Just turn it into like a roast and then just like show clips of the movies and be like, are you guys fucking kidding? And then you'll find out like who has a sense of humor and who doesn't like right away. Yeah. yeah. And then you defending to the death of the happy time murders as everyone just laughs at you. What did they or did they not have the funniest scene of 2018? Yeah, if they gave it away, if they didn't give that away in the trailer, that well, would have been the you funniest. You can't penalize them for that. That's but, whatever came up with the fucking trailer. No, but if they didn't, imagine if they didn't show that in the trailer and you saw that in the theater, you might have you might have died. I might have died, or at least killed somebody like vaulting into the next row. Yeah, <laughs> I would have missed the next 10, 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, you would have had to like leave. I would have had to like excuse myself, yeah. and then you would have gotten into that that loop where like you're laughing that that you're laughing. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. And then you just like, you can't stop, and then you start thinking of every funny thing that's ever happened to you, and then yes. you're paralyzed with laughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. that for sure would have happened. 
But anyway, I'm looking forward to the Razzies, Razzies as well. That's all the news I got. That's all the news fit to print, Ryan. Do you yeah. want, let's want to get to your news? Sure. All right. It's time for Davey's Video Game Minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. What do you have, Ryan? So I got one thing. One thing on the docket, and this is fascinating to me. I know there's a lot of games coming out, Richard. Have yes. you heard of this company called Feel Real? I have not. F-E-E-L-R-E-E-L. Feel Real. Now. Oh, no, sorry. It's not. It's F, It's Feel Real like it's. I thought it was R-E-E-L. It's R-E-A-L. But So not like reeling in some fish, but no. real as in like keeping it real. But speaking of fish, so what this company <laughs> is doing. No, hang on. Yeah, this yes. is a company that's made an attachment to VR headsets to experience smells in video oh, games. Oh no! And, smells? I don't need smells. And they said one of the first ports they're going to have is Skyrim. Jesus Christ! Now I ask you, Richard, is this yes. something you're interested in? It's not. You don't want to smell horses, <laughs> or like if you're going fishing, you don't want to smell fish. Do you imagine? Do you imagine how attached I would have been to Bojack had I known his smell? Have you known his scent and he knew if yours? I know his smell. I don't want that. And honestly, if I had to give up one of my senses, it's a no-brainer smell. No, because you can't taste anything. Mm. But then you just see. See, I would eat really I think healthy. You could taste then, like, a little bit though, couldn't you? No, you can't. If you can't, you can't smell, taste you can't anything taste. without your sniffer. Nope. What's the taste bud for? Uh, you can taste a little bit. Maybe it's like sensation, but not actually like flavor. I, I don't know. So I but, believe I believe Joe Haggerty, who covers the Bruins, yes. who it was, uh, he also I believe listens to this podcast. Or at least I hope he does. Hi some, Joe. Hi, hey Joe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Hags, but you uh, you cannot smell. I think he he has no sense of smell, but I think he can taste. Now I'm sure it's not as good as like a person that can sniff the food. Yeah, but he has like some. He can yeah, tell if something's he, like, but he could probably tell if something's like spicy, but he can't like taste it. You know what I mean? Maybe. maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I, but I think about like sight and hearing are like need so. Em. You, you need them. I mean, I'd be useless without them. I don't know. I yeah. mean, God bless the people that that are able to go on without them. Like I now, just, not to not to spur. Would you rather be blind or deaf? I can't even decide. But uh, ugh, probably uh, this is a horror. This is a morbid. It's a terrible one, question. Probably, Probably we'll clean all this up, but probably deaf. I would probably I would rather be blind. Well, yeah, because you're a huge, huge. I'm music a music guy. guy. I'm a music for guy. me. The thought of just like living the rest of my life in darkness would be enough to end it. This I could get a, a good. Turn. I could know it was you by touching your face. <laughs> I would never let you. <laughs> so let me ask you this. That so going awful. back to feel real, what are some games? Here are some games <laughs> on my list that you want to smell if you're gonna. Here's one. Fruit Ninja. Again, Red Dead Redemption. Fruit Ninja. Fruit Ninja. You're all in on Fruit Ninja. (laughs) Those fresh, fruity smells, right? Yes. What about Mortal Kombat? Oh, my God. Dude, by the way, did you see the Mortal Kombat stuff? It's awesome. Holy shit. That one. The best was I fucking laughed out loud because IGN tweeted out a video of just like some of the fatalities. Yeah. And Tom E. Kern, another. We're dropping uh, these NBC Sports balls. Yeah, we got to get another guy in here to pick up all these names, huh? (laughs) Well, no. I mean, I did. I do talk to him every week, but no, this was uh, a tweet. I didn't realize he followed IGN, but he just responded to IGN. He goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> What's it was the like one? a video of like this just disgusting fatality. There's one where the guy, it's a new character, punches you in the back of the head, and your face comes off, <laughs> and like your brain comes out of your head. They're like, yeah, they've really done a nice job. Oh, what a wonderful job they did! You know what the best thing they ever did was was the X-ray moves. Those to me are my favorite. Oh my god! But you just see like the bones crack. I and love else. those. I Doesn't, love those. But you're like, how can the fight go on after that? Right. But think of like, the smells. I, the smells would be pretty, pretty bad. Pretty bad. So another one, uh, goat simulator. No, would be I something wanna, else. I don't want to smell that. You don't want to smell that. What about? I don't uh, smell that. Fruit Ninja would be actually pretty nice. And then uh, like I'd Doom. I bet Doom just smells like sulfur. It smells like yeah, farts. Yeah, it smells. Yeah, that's all this would end up being is people smelling farts. So one of the things, so they, uh, they do you like smelling smell- other people's farts just to see what it smells like, or are you just repulsed by it? <laughs> that's, a, that's a completely. I don't like smelling other. I don't like smelling <laughs> farts at all. So we had a but, guy on our football team who, like, when we would have road games, we'd have to stay in hotels, and one guy he would fart into cups and then cover them. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, and he would go bare ass too. Like he would take his pants <laughs> off, go bare ass into a cup, and then uh, cup it, then put the lid on it. And then he'd wait for this one kid to come in and be like, "Dude, you gotta smell this." And the kid would be like, "All right." And he would. And like one time, he almost puked. Like he was like, it was, He's like, it kept all the smell in there. Let me ask he you just, this: he, he went full nose right into the glass and was like, almost knocked him dead. Have you ever heard of? The- I can't believe I'm bringing this up right now. Have you ever heard of this uh, this phenomenon the kids are doing? It's called come, come on. It's called Jenkum. Have you heard of Jenkum? <laughs> There's a rumor. No, I've not heard of. J- well, <laughs> tell, I, maybe I have heard of. Jankum. Let me explain to you what Jenkum is. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, more money, more problems. <laughs> that's what it is. So, <laughs> I, I the story is that some kid in what not my school, but another sure. New England boarding school got thrown yeah. out. For Jenkum, and I looked it up. The kids are like Urban Dictionary, and I was like, "Fine, don't tell me what it is. We can't talk about it in class." Yeah. So apparently, you you number one and number two in like a in, in like a mason jar, and then you cut and then you cover it with a balloon, and it'll form like this like ammonia methane gas. Once huffed, will like make you just like trip balls. <laughs> So this kid. Wait like, a minute. Hold on. So let me just get yeah. the logistics of this. So you you go one two into a into like a like a mason bowl? jar like a, a ma- oh. you go pee pee and caca into like a so then into then, a thing. Yeah, I understand. You go ace deuce right into the jar. <laughs> yeah, and then you take a balloon. Yes, and you put it like like the, you stretch it over the you top. Stretch it over. So it's gonna be yeah. a decent sized balloon. Yes. And then that, like, the you know, like, stink. I picture fills one of those balloons. Yeah. One of those balloons that has the rubber band that you, like, punch. Remember those? <laughs> <laughs> so now you get that on there snug. Yeah, yeah. And then it just fills up over time with the gas. With a gas. Like, that's like ammonia and, like, methane. And then you get high off of oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so no, watch out for that. that. It's a no, new, new craze. That. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that at all. But uh, smelling games, smelling games, feel real. How do you come up with that? I don't know. That's a wild. That's obviously somebody that lives sort of a different, like a dirtier <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> Getting you high know. off your own supply. That's what that is. That's true. I wonder if it helps if it's your own or worse if it's your. I don't know. Now we at, oh, hang on. <clears throat> we at Dork Podcast obviously do not condone the act of Jenkum or partaking <laughs> in anything like that. So please, children, um, please stay away. Please be smart. Dork don't, podcast. Don't do Jankum and send us videos of you doing Jankum. We won't play them. <laughs> we will not open them. <laughs> we, won't, we won't share them. We will not certainly watch them. Oh, fuck. Um, that's it. That'll do it. So, yeah. So, any, so <laughs> just to close that loop on smelling games. Uh, Jankum the game should be out. Uh, Actually, Ryan, let's be honest. The yeah. best smelling game would be bringing back MVP baseball and uh, smelling the fucking grass and smelling the smelling the rosin bag. Yeah. Oh, you row, you digging boat, in, you stink, you know. <laughs> and it's you know your you guys. Have a nice time. You have a nice time. <laughs> have a nice Ryan, time. let's get to the topic du jour, shall okay. we? Okay. The topic du jour, Ryan. Thanks for asking. Is Glass. Speaking of peeing and pooping in a jar. <laughs> well, I think you know how Ryan feels about it. <laughs> Glass is a two-hour and nine-minute M. Night Shyamalan movie, the first movie of 2019 that we took our sweet little asses to the theater to see. Sure did. It is currently rocking a 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. However, the audience score is giving it a 79%. Mm-hmm. Ryan, before we get into Glass... Let's just quickly talk about uh, the two previous movies in this trilogy. Unbreakable, which came out in 2000. Which is crazy. Uh, rot- crazy. Long time ago, right? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, Rotten Tomato score of 69. Nice. 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 And 77. And then Split, which came out uh, in 2016 or 17, is a, uh, or is it 16? Whatever the hell it was. 16. Is seventy six percent and seventy nine percent. So mm-hmm. kind of interesting. The uh, audience scores are all in lockstep. Yeah, you know, high seventies for all three of them. The critic score is certainly a whole lot different with this one. So first, Unbreakable, Ryan. Did you like it? I really did. Um, there, yeah. it's not perfect by any means, but um, when this movie came out in two thousand, I mean, this was before any the comic book movie boom. I think the only comic book movie that had come out by this point was X Men and maybe yeah. Superman Returns. 
no, I think it was just, no, 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 just I think X-Men. it was just X-Men and I think that was the same year so one of I mean it was either or, yeah. But as someone who grew up with comic books, it was nice to like kind of do a deep dive in like how these comic book characters work and I thought yeah. it was a, a a cool dare I say it, but like a nice twist. I like be honest, how those movies work. I really I like this movie. I like it a lot. I liked it a lot more then. Like I I rewatched it for mm-hmm. the, for the podcast yeah. and Definitely still good, but I think it's gone down a little bit for me. Because we did, you can go back in the archives, we did a whole episode on M. Night Shyamalan movies. So we yes. talked more about all of these movies with the exception of Glass then. And I remember really liking it. And some of it was a little bit kind of, there's a lot of Bruce Willis. And so spoilers on Unbreakable and Split, obviously. And then we'll do non-spoilers yep. for Glass before we do spoilers. But for Unbreakable, there's a lot of Bruce Willis, like, just moping around and like a lot of it's like yeah his scenes are pretty plotting like slow and plotting you know and that's the only thing and look looking at it now because i did rewatch both movies prior to seeing mm-hmm. glass um it's just like it's a bummer like the movie's kind of a bummer you know um it is it is kind of like down like just bruce willis's whole thing about like how he had to give up football like he was great at football he mm-hmm. gave up football like the relationship between he and his wife is shit and like he and his son like they obviously get along but it just seems like a little kind of eh, you know he's kind of just like a security guard yeah. and he doesn't seem to be like loving that he's the, son, the son cried a little too much for me son cried a lot now, like M. Night Shyamalan, so this was after The Sixth Sense. Yeah. You did get a nice twist. Like, I thought Samuel L. Jackson was good as Mr. Glass. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea that Mr. Glass was the one causing all of all of these train wrecks and, yeah. you know, car bombs or plane crashes or whatever. I That was a pretty good twist. That was a good night. M. Night Shyamalan twist. Twist. Yeah. I enjoyed um, it. Yeah, and it was nice to, you know, th- that they're exact opposites. Which I thought, because you you know Bruce Willis, who's kind of like this lump of a guy. Yeah, um, he is a guy, of a very, hump of a guy, just walking he, around. Yeah, he's just kind of strong a, as down in his luck. And then you have who, who's very strong, as you said, yeah. and then Mister Glass, who's very weak but very brilliant, very charismatic. I thought that was very, and the way they tied that all in and made that like a comic book thing, I thought was really cool. That was that was good. One thing I noticed, and even with Glass, but I thought a lot of it was kind of on the nose. You know, yeah. like a lot of like the kind of the references. You're like, yeah, we got it. Like, you don't you don't need to explain it too much. Like, we understand yeah. these guys are opposites. Say- we understand that like he's super into comics and he thinks that comic book characters are like based off of real. Like, we got it. Right. Like they like explain a lot of it to you. Like it's like Mac from It's Always Sunny, where he thinks that like you can't follow movies. He's like, yeah, movies are complicated. Like you don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> what's going on? Like, yeah, no, I got it. No, I, I know got what's it. going on. Yeah. Um, a couple of other things that stood out to me about Unbreakable. When he's that bench press scene, when he's in the basement with his son, his son uh-huh. keeps adding weight. Kind of awkward, kind of slow, but also he ultimately lifts three hundred and fifty pounds, which, which is a like, lot. It right, but is it like to me? I've never, I've never benched three fifty. No. But again, going back to like you know college, like played football with a bunch of guys that could lift three fifty. So it's not yeah. like, and they weren't superheroes. I mean, I know? could have lifted three fifty, but my shoulder, you know, yeah. So it's, well, um, yeah, the injury. If it wasn't you know, for the injury, you would have had that no problem. I had that no problem, but. An, yeah. Yeah. But like you said, I mean, then I think it was more of like a visual, like the bar starting to bend and he has like the paint cans on it. Yeah. And like, that's all the weight that they had, I guess. So that's yeah. fine. But it's not like that's like a crazy number. But and then the other thing I noticed this re- on rewatch, he's uh, Bruce Willis is going to find his son and his son was playing like pickup football. And he's like, hey, dad, do you want to play? And he's like, no, 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 no. Because obviously he can't play football. But he's like, he's like, come on. He's like, they got a big guy on their team. Like you can even out the odds. And they, and he, they zoom in on this guy and he goes. He is, uh, where was he going? I think Temple. Oh, he's a corner. He goes, he's a cornerback at Temple, and he's, he's going to go pro. He's going to go in the first round. Yeah. And you looked the- at him. He was just like this white guy. Who's so like a white cornerback, first of all, there aren't any. Like, I guess Jason Seahorn was playing when this movie came out, but yeah. he was the only one. And, but like, but he, didn't even, he wasn't even built like Seahorn. Like, he was built almost more like. He's like a lineman. Yeah, like a lot. Like he was like a big dude. You're like yeah. he was not a fucking cornerback, and it's like stuff like that where ninety percent of the audience is just like, okay, great. Like he's a good football player, and like that's a kind of a throwaway line. But if somebody who pays attention to sports, you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's like um, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. But here's another Shyamalan twist for you. Uh, M Night Shyamalan, probably not a big sports guy. Yep, I think you're probably right. You know, you're despite prob- being from Philadelphia, I don't think he's a big sports guy. 
He plays a little bit of a dink in this uh, movie as well. He's a dink in all his movies. That's probably true. That's definitely true. Another thing I noticed, and this is what it drove me nuts, is so there's like a scene, it's like a flashback scene where it's Glass's mom yeah. gives him a comic book for the first time. Yep. And I'm paraphrasing. I, I didn't write down the exact quote, but she's like, oh, you like this one. There's a real good twist ending. Come and on. I go, no, you just spoiled the comic book for this kid. Yeah. And again, that's a little like M. Night Shyamalan like winking at you. And you're like, all right, good. You got, you got a twist ending. All right, just, yeah. Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. We got it. Thank yeah. you. It's just so heavy handed. And he's like, you could, t- you know, him, if he was sitting watching the movie next to you, he'd be like elbowing you going like, eh? Yeah. Huh? Because huh? there's going be, to be a twist in this movie, you too. You get it? And it's going to involve this character. You're yeah. Like, oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Ugh. But overall, I mean, I'm, I'm nitpicking, but overall, I did like it. I think I liked it better 2000 than I do in 2019, but yep. still, it's pretty good. Um, as for Split, which came back, because, again, when we did our whole M. Night Shyamalan movie, most of his movies are either awesome or trash. There's not a lot of in between. No, you're right. And um, some of them that are, like, teetering on watchable or like you watch them again and you're like, Nope, like lady, lady in the water. I thought was really well I shot. It. It, I hate, right. But like when you see the, tra- when you saw the trailer, when you saw it, the movie was really well shot. Um, one movie I try to convince myself is better than it is, is the village. I've tried to oh, defend that, movie, that yeah. before, but it's a hard, it's a hard thing to defend. It is. Um, and so splits better than both of those. Yes. Significantly better than both Split of those. Movies. Is yes. And, but here's the thing. And my yes. wife brought up, she blew my mind last night. Oh, nice. If, well, and then nice. we started talking about the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, got him. Um, she was like, we were talking about the, the, the trilogy as a whole after we got done watching Glass. And she said, if McAvoy isn't in Split, that movie is an absolute joke. Correct. If you had anybody else in, because he is unreal in that movie. But he say you have really any, good anybody yeah, else really good. playing that role, it's terrible. Oh, it could have been, it could have been like a Razzie type yeah. of movie, you know, yeah. like with everybody else that was in there. And then if you have that guy, and if he's not convincing, you'd be like, "What is this?" Yeah, I mean, he if he was, doesn't he pull was that really off, good. My like one the, knock on Split was they're like, "Hey, this guy has twenty three personalities." And they showed you like four and like two of them are similar. You know what I mean? Yes. And you're like, and you could tell that he could do more. And all the ones that he did were really good. He did the old lady. He did the little kid. He did like the, the, the guy that was kind of like, you weren't really sure about that guy. Yep. And then ultimately the beast. And you're like, all right, those are all good, but you can't hype up how many he has and then not dive into that a little bit more. But great name too for him though. Great villain name, the horde. That's a great, the that's horde. a great name. The horde is um, cool. And then my, one of the best parts about Split was also just the ending where they revealed that it was in the same universe as Unbreakable. Yeah. That was like a great That great was that ending. was the best twist of the movie. Um, yeah, did they ever explain cool. why the Beast had to eat people? Oh, boy. Because I don't think they did. And to me, that was like, <sighs> he's got did his big they? bear hug. They why does he have, have to eat people? I don't know if they ever. I, I, they might have. I just don't remember explaining that. I do like the whole thing about them, like fighting for the light and like who's in charge of the light and like right. who's allowed to take the light. And like, that's all like pretty good. Like they do a good job with that. I don't know. They may have. And of course you guys can uh, email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at dorkpodcast with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, I, like I said, yeah, I, it's a good question. They might have said that, but I don't, it's bad that yeah. I don't remember, you right. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, and so, and the other part of Unbreakable too is like he's not just he's not just insanely strong and you know for lack of a better word unbreakable. He also has uh, remember the girl from The Haunting of Hill House? Yes. He has sort of that little thing too where he touches you and he can like see what's going on if you're a yeah. bad guy. Mm-hmm. Which that's a pretty good power. I mean, that's a power I don't know if I would want, but it's a pretty useful power if you are a superhero. Would he see nice things? But would he see if people are nice people too? He did. Like, what do you see? <laughs> like, what do you see? Like, you bump into someone, and like the the feeling you get is like this, like little ki- this kid, like walking an old lady across the street. Like, does he does he get that? Or is I don't it just think bad he does. Stuff? I think he only gets the shit end of it. Oh, We're like, oh, that guy's a molester. That guy yeah. is like a, a fucking murderer. That guy's just you know a dickhead. That guy doesn't pay his taxes. You know the big the big <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> but uh, so at the, at the end of Unbreakable, they you know it's finally revealed that. Gla- Mr. Glass is the one that caught like he's killed hundreds of people. Yes. 
And so he is in an insane asylum. And uh, what's Bruce Willis doing? He's just out. He helped get him in trouble, and then he's just still doing his thing. Still doing his thing. Yeah. As far as we know. As far as we know. And then Split, um, Anya Taylor-Joy's character is allowed to live. You know, he turned uh, McAvoy turns into, or we'll just call Kevin. him Split for now. Kevin. Yeah. The, the yeah, real person. Kevin. The real person. Yeah. And he turns into the beast, sees her. And isn't it basically because she's been through so much pain that he's like, all right, well, I'm going to let you go. Like essentially. Yeah, Cause the whole thing is like, he selected the girls because they didn't know pain. Yeah. And so like, but then he realized that she, like it could have just, you could have just asked, you know? Yeah. So, um, cause she has like scars all over her body. Yeah. Like cutting, like she was like a cutter. She was a cutter. Yeah. And so he considers her like pure, I guess too. And I, I was guess. like part of it because he killed everybody else. It was a whole thing. But then there's the whole story, like with her uncle. Like it's pretty fucked up, really. The whole yeah, the whole movie. Yes, like she was she was molested by her legal guardian, right? Because her right. dad died. It's yes. a whole it's a it's a it's, whole thing. It's heavy. It's it is heavy. heavy. Like if you think yeah. of like what all the characters have gone through, it is very heavy. And just the whole idea of a of a guy with split personality that alone is heavy. And that you know that is something that people are dealing with. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I tell you what, you don't like cure that or make that go away just by like being nice to somebody, you know? Uh, no, no, <laughs> you know? So, but anyway, she also got like kind of Stockholm syndrome too. Oh yeah. And that's, it's on, uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, full but display it, full in display movie, yeah. In, yeah. In, in, in glass. All right. So anything else from unbreakable or split? And no, again, I mean, they're the, definitely the biggest twist had the biggest twist had to be the 17 year gap or 18 year gap to be like, Hey, this is still these are connected, which I love, obviously. Yeah, and it it's great that um are we in are we in the glass now? Yeah, let's actually yeah, so let's just yeah. do we'll do non spoilers here for glass. And I think I already know the answer to this, Ryan, but did you like it? Nah. <sighs> nah, dog. It's gonna be a no for uh, me, dog. Uh, I wanted yes. to it's I a wanted yes to. for me. It's a yes. It's a, uh, it's a <laughs> It's a room temperature. Yes. You know, me. it's funny. I just saw, I just, I closed my eyes really tight. Like you do when mm-hmm. you start seeing like white light. And all I saw was like tweets, like coming at me for being, no, you know, Ryan, this is what I'm telling you for 2019. Stick to your guns. All right. If you hate a movie, you hate it. I didn't, I Don't, didn't hate it. No, I, I wanted no, 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 to no. like I'm it. I'm just yeah. saying if, if there is a movie that you hate, stick with it. Say right. you hate it. Cause you'll have people <laughs> okay. that also hate it or love it or like it or want to date it whatever it is well let me tell you this i wanted so badly for this movie to succeed i really really did um like all Shyamalan movies like for whatever reason everyone's still kind of rooting for this guy which is very very strange to me out of the stinker like every time he comes out with a movie you're like okay all right here we go like he's back you know and um i know he's really still living off of fucking bruce willis being dead the whole time i know he's living like he's living if he never made the sixth sense would we give a shit no, probably not. Now no. he also might not have gotten his number of opportunities, and he might not have made as many stinkers if it wasn't for that. He would be who's the guy who makes Yui Bowl? He the guy who makes all the uh, comic book movies. <laughs> oh my god, Yui Bowl! Yeah, Yui Bowl is the worst. You might be right. I'm not wrong. <laughs> Yui Bowl. So yeah, and again, so we already did this before, but so after the Sixth Sense, it was Unbreakable, then Signs, then The Village, then Lady in the Water, then The Happening, The Last Airbender, After Earth, The Visit, Split Glass. So the visit was kind of like, so here's the thing, like, the visit was good. Um, yeah, the visit, the visit was decent. fine. Decent. And then you went into Split, which was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, so people were like, he's back. After Split, it was like, wait a minute, he's back because the Sixth Sense Unbreakable Signs. Pretty good. Uh, back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Pretty damn good three movies. Yep. And then he just went off a goddamn cliff. Then he started... Uh, <laughs> Taking a poop and a pee into a mason jar, and sniffing it. <laughs> What's that called? Jankum. Jango? Yeah, Jankum. <laughs> so, but then he started okay. to Jankum. So here's, <laughs> oh god. Here's what happened. Here's what I think happened. He got cocky. He thought he thought he was back. Yeah, that's you know what funny that movie though was to me. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, and so I'll get into what I thought of it. I mm-hmm. I liked it. I didn't love it. I liked it. Um, so real quick from the sixth sense on, these are the rotten tomatoes critic scores in order. 85%, 
That's terrible. So it's terrible. That's a lot of, that's terrible. That's a lot of dumps. I picture like this in the Olympics, like this diver, like approaching like the three meter board, like getting up there, jumping off and like taking off like into the air and shitting his speedos like halfway up. (laughs) It just belly belly flopping, landing in the pool. And there's like a brown cloud around him, but he's, he still gets out of the pool and gives you the thumbs up. Like that is M night Shyamalan's career. A lot of poop talk today. Dude, we mentioned uh, the Razzies before. He's won numerous Razzies. Yeah. Worst director, worst screenplay, worst film. Uh, he won it in 06 for Lady in the Water, 10 for The Last Airbender. He was nominated in 08 for The Happening. I don't know how The Happening didn't win. Have you seen The Last Airbender? Uh, no, I have no it, interest. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like, no interest. <laughs> it just, like... The story, the the cuts, yeah. like the, even like the the editing, like doesn't make any sense. Like it jumps from one scene to the other without ever. Yeah. Like, How would you? So did you like? Um, you clearly liked Unbreakable and Split more than Glass, right? Oh yes, yes, I did. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then within M Night movies, is it even a top five M Night movie for you? Oh, that's Probably the thing. Not. I mean, like, look at. I mean, it might be because look at what he, look at what it's up against. I mean, you have. No, but probably not. Six cents, unbreakable, signs, split. That's four. And then probably the visit are probably all better than glass. Uh I would yeah, I would say or the gla- visit's a little better than glass. I like I personally like glass better than the visit, better than the village, better than Lady. You know, it's for me it's probably fifth, but I can see I, how yeah. I didn't really like outside. signs. I know why people oh, do that's like signs. Right. I didn't oh, that's really right. like you signs. Hated signs. Yeah. That's right. All right. So water, maybe maybe water. It is. That's right, bro. What is what does M Night Shyamalan have against water? Well, I don't know. Anyway, it yeah, because actually that's uh, that's also <laughs> I didn't even think of this. So obviously in Signs, that's the yep. that is the that's how it, what kills the aliens. But that's also what Bruce Willis is afraid of in Unbreakable. <laughs> like, how are you afraid? And Ry, my wife was asking me though. She's like, so water. Does he just then lady drown? in the water or like, can he not like be in water? Like what if it yeah. rains? Does it like hurt him? Like yeah, I'm like, freaks out a little bit. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's just hives. <laughs> it's just hives. It's just a really bad rash. Just, yeah. Just terrible. Um, yeah. So I didn't really know how to explain that, but Ryan, what, what would your hashtag dork score be for this movie? Two and a half. Whoa. So stick into it. So, or like a, like the softest three. No, no, no. Two and a half. Go, two and a half. Go, two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. You're locked in two and a half. Yeah. Rock, cock, ready to rock. So what we should do is we should keep, we'll keep tabs. Okay. I'll write this down later for all of our 2019 movies and what our stone score is. I'm doing some quick math here. What did I just give that? Two and a half. I know, but 2.5. This is 2.5. That's it. It's a 42. I gave her a 42. No, that's fine. Well, we don't, we don't need to convert it. This is our scale. It's, we go to six. That's it. Yeah. These go to six. These go to six. Two and a half. I'm going to go... This might blow. This might knock your socks off. So hopefully you're not wearing any socks. I'm not wearing socks right now. I'm gonna go with a flagging four. You're out of your. F- <laughs> you are out of your mind. You are out of your mind. Four score and seven years ago. Get the fuck out of here. You are not four. giving this. Okay. I thought it was a four. I thought it was a solid four for a film. I actually liked it even more. I I left the theater. I said that might be a four and a half. Oh. And then I've, then I've been thinking about it more. And so actually, if we did this podcast next week, it might be a three and a half. I'm going to pass I've out. Actually, I'm going to pass <laughs> out at my desk right now. <laughs> no, we need you. We need you for the rest of this. Oh, my God. All right. A four. I want I give, a list, I want I a list of other movies, movies you've given a four. I give way too many movies fours. That's my problem. That's my biggest problem. And here's why. Because six is obviously reserved for infinity war and the dark Knight and guardians yeah, of the galaxy yeah, 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 and yeah. My, all the best movies mm-hmm. fives are like really good. Like I think homecoming was a probably like Spider-Man homecoming was like a five. Like those are really good. Yeah. Three and below. I'm like, it's almost like a waste of my time. Kind of shitty. And like, I didn't think glass was a waste of my time. See, I think one and two is don't even bother. Yeah. So I like should a, probably give more threes. Yeah. Like a two and a half to me is like, see it. If you want, you're not going to feel real good about it. But a you two know. and a half would be if we had to abide by the Rotten Tomato score. Yep. you would say no. I'd say no, no. 
it right? Because basically for me. three is right on the line. So anything above a three would be a yes. Anything below a three would be a no. A three right. would be whatever the fuck you want it to be. So I'm going to say four, but maybe maybe you'll convince me that it's that it's worse. So I'm going to give it a four. Davey's giving it a two and a half. Let's um, anything else non spoiler on Glass. Like I said, I think it's it's one of those movies that you want to like and you just you can't. There's something there you don't want to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. What do you mean? Yeah, I don't agree with me. You just gave it a four. I gave it a four. I gave it. I'll, I'll get into it. I'll get into it here uh, coming up. So let's right. go. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Sign the alarm. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Let's begin. I guess there's technically two M Night twists in this movie. Would you uh, say? Yeah, and they're not, like both of them. I though one of them. So we're into spoilers, right? Yes, I just did the, the whole spoiler, thing. Spoiler, I, I, the spoiler, 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 spoiler. That's what that meant. The, the, yeah. What's her name? Sarah Paulson. Is that her name? Yes. Yes. Her, her, being, her name was Sarah Paulson. Her being in on the whole thing, you sniff that out fucking right away. You know, like if you well, did, you could tell something was fucked with the whole thing with like the three of them and what was going on there. Like, like her, sure. her vocation is like oddly specific. Like yeah, like I get it that there's like psychologists that specialize in certain things, but that's a little too specific. Right? I. Kind so you don't like the idea of there being somebody out there to cover up the existence of superheroes. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's that, like oh. you you didn't mask it well enough. Oh, like, but that wasn't a surprise. But I don't. Okay, so I don't even I don't even consider that a twist. Like oh, her like being she was in a on bad it? guy. Yeah, because I always get the sense that like somebody, especially because you know for a fact that Bruce Willis is a good guy. Right. So the fact that he's in a situation like that already leads me to believe that she is not a good guy. But I like, thought the twist. Oh, go ahead. But like why? If I'm Bruce Willis's character, I'm like, why am I here? Like, I haven't done anything wrong. Like, what, well, you he's a vigilante. I mean? He's a vigilante. Yeah, but like, what is it illegal to save people? Well, I mean, did he do citizens' arrest by the book? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, is is it illegal to like unchain captive women? Well, to take the law into your own hands, maybe, maybe it is. Well, no, because he's also been doing it for years. I suppose. And so they knew who he was. The he's the overseer. What right. do you think of that name? Uh, I like that name. Overseer's not bad. Not and a bad name. His son, who is the same kid that played his son seven, 18 years yep. ago, is the guy in the chair. I thought, that, I thought that was pretty good. He was. He was the man in the chair. Yep. He was pretty good. They run like the Dunn Home Security or whatever. And so he's like, he's like a poor man's Batman, essentially. And so certain officers, if you didn't have Jim Gordon there, they would probably, in fact, even Jim Gordon at times has wanted to arrest Batman. So I think that's mm-hmm. just kind of what he is. <sighs> yeah. Um, All right. So the, here's what I thought the twists were, or at least what they wanted you to think the twists were. One, and I like this, and this could be corny, whatever you think. But so we already know that Samuel L. Jackson was the one that caused the train crash or the train wreck that Bruce Willis was on, mm-hmm. and he was the only one who survived. You also find out that James McAvoy's father, who left, was on said train and died. And basically, it was killed by Samuel L. Jackson. Let me I ask you this. Let me I ask like you that. this. Yes. Why does that matter? Well, because he had to. Te- he had to tell him, like he w- maybe wouldn't have ended up the way that he did. And he said, "Hey, you don't don't tell him. You know, don't tell him about that." But then he, wh- then he had to tell him. And he's like, "Oh, now the villains are going to turn on the vi- like the good guy and the bad guy are going to team up against the mastermind." And you're like, "Why?" Because the way wa- the movie plays out, you're like, "That doesn't matter." He wanted them to because that's another one of his supervillain powers is that he creates superheroes. I know, but at the same like <laughs> the whole plot point, like like you don't need that. That's wasted. The other thing too, this movie's well, two hours and nine minutes long. That's way too long. It was way too long. Longer than it needed to be. I will give you that. Mm-hmm. I will give you that just a little bit. I also thought the other twist. It was kind of a letdown, but was the fact that basically all the characters that we knew. We're all killed, and that there are, like are superheroes in the world, and like we're living in a world, or they're living in a world where there's a lot of superheroes. Let me ask you this: so you're super powered people, or whatever, or meta humans, or whatever you want to call them. You're the your Sarah Paulson's character's job is to either convince these people that they're not superheroes, or give them basically a laser lobotomy to shine a laser pointer in their eye and take <laughs> that part away from them, right? As it were, Correct. as it were, as it plays out in this movie. If you are the overseer, right, put yourself in his shoes mm-hmm. and you have this ability to kind of touch people and, you know, be an empath and see like their thoughts and all this stuff. And some trained psychologist comes to you and says, you, no, you don't do that. You're just a really good magician. 
<laughs> you would laugh in her face. Uh, no, no, you're just a magician. Like, yeah. oh my god, get the. But like, at that point, so I dumb. was thinking that she was she was trying to just convince them that they weren't and give right. you ideas of why they weren't. And like, they're like, oh, like sometimes you know people like guys can climb well, and like uh, then you see like James McAvoy climbing the wall, which yeah. obviously nobody else can do. But they were trying to do that. Why didn't um, Bruce Willis just stand up in the metal folding chair he was in and just bend it in half and be like, see? Yeah. Which, again, was Glass's whole plan all along. Yeah. And so he made sure all the cameras were set up and you could see uh, David Dunn, the overseer, bending shit and just, you know, causing a causing – and the whole fight. I actually thought when Glass and James McAvoy teamed up, I thought there was some pretty sweet stuff there. There was sweet action. There was some sweet I liked, action there. I liked the sweet villain action there. A I lot did. of bear hugging. Um, yeah, well, hey. Yeah, yo, that's that's a part of it, <laughs> for sure. Um, but, like, this whole plan took 19 years for him to concoct since he's been in there. And a hell of a payoff. Hell, not, they didn't get out of the parking lot, Rich. Uh, well, no, but, Ryan, the video spread. The video <laughs> went viral, as the kids say, and everybody sure saw did. it. And now I was waiting. They showed a guy, like, standing at the top of a building. I'm like, is that fucking guy going to fly or what? Yeah. And he, he did not. He did not. He did not. I thought that he might. Now, did Sarah Paulson at one point say, have you ever been to a comic book convention? She did. She, she, she took a shot at us. I was like, yeah, we uh, what you're talking to the bad boys at Comic Con, lady. So yeah. yeah, we have those people are fanatical. I'm like, well, they yeah, they are, but you don't know that. Like, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know a goddamn thing about don't them. Generalized. Don't people talk like about that. us. Yeah. What did you think of like each one of the characters having? So it was uh, Anya Taylor Joy, who we yep. already talked about having like Stockholm syndrome and then some. Then you have Glass's mom, and you have Overseer's son, and like those three came together. Um, I'm surprised that. Um, Glass's mom is still going. She's still spry, you know. Um, yeah, she's got to be getting up there because Glass looks like he's been through some shit. I, I like the idea of uh, Willis's son being like, because he always wanted to be like his dad. Remember, there was a whole thing. He's like, he's crying. He's like, I'm not like you when he got in a fight. Yeah. yeah. So that was so that was nice. That was a nice little turn. Um, and they're both kind of reeling from the the mom passing away. And right. again, the Anya Taylor Joy, like I, I have no idea why she's in this movie. I mean, it tethers all of them to like, it brings it all together, but, um, yeah, if it, again, it just doesn't make, and again, it's a movie and I get it. There's suspension of disbelief, but if there's someone who is like locked you up and was going to kill you and they're like, he needs your help. And you're like, okay. And you go Got over it. there and like, try to Love calm him down. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are yeah, we doing? That was odd. That's bad also, writing. M night Shyamalan. Speaking of him, turns out, the character that he played in Split and in Unbreakable might have been the same guy. Of course it is. <laughs> now, that may have been the biggest twist of them all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was the shitheaded Unbreakable, and then he was the uh, um, the fucking guy. What was his name? Jai, I think it was, or whatever it was, in Split that you see him. Like, yeah. Oh, God. For the love of God. But, Ryan, one thing I did like, and you got to admit, the best part of Split was James McAvoy. The best part of this movie was also James McAvoy. And he did more characters. He did way more people. So this is a quick list. So, he, obviously, he's Kevin. He's the beast. Yep. He was Jade, who was a teenage girl. He was Orwell, who was a historian. Mm-hmm. Barry was a, a, a effeminate man. Patricia, we've seen before, the proper British woman. Mm-hmm. Hedwig, the nine-year-old boy, Anne and Mary Reynolds, who are Irish twin girls, Dennis, who we saw before, a perverted man suffering from OCD, Norma, a southern woman, Luke, a southern man who spoils movies, that's what it says in Wikipedia, (laughs) and Mr. Pritchard, a professor of Japanese cinema. Yeah. That's, so, he did a ton of stuff. He was good. He did a ton. I thought never, great. It was cool. Like, every time, like, the light flashed, he would be somebody else. Like, I thought that was Yeah, like, so you cool. saw him, like, quick. Like, whereas yeah. in Split, it was, he would, not every time, but a lot of times, he'd kind of leave the room and then come back as somebody else. Like, that was kind of creepy and, like, pretty good. Here's a hot this take, Richard. Just, like, you know what the rock. worst of those characters was? The Beast. Mm, the Beast. And I'm going to tell you why. He's standing yeah. there. Him and Bruce Willis are about to face off in a parking lot 
Like they're supposed right. to like you to go take over this tower and they never make it out of the parking lot. Yes. And he looks, I'm going to back away from the mic cause I have to do this, but he back, he's staring uh, at Bruce Willis. He pounds his chest a couple times and then he goes, I'm not kidding. Roar! <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, he did. He made some Roar! <laughs> just like, just that's like the, that's that. the horde. That's the horde getting together. But They're it was so up. lame. It was like the, the, and the, the motion of him doing like those like animal, like, Running leaps was so stupid, so stupid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being so negative. But no, you don't need to apologize. You're actually making a little bit of sense. I think <laughs> one of the big letdowns may have just been Sarah Paulson's like character. Like well, she's thing. good. Like I have no problem with her. I'm just saying like her character and just sort of the whole idea of like how could they do it where you take one guy who had been. And I guess, I don't know, I guess they did try to talk it up, like, and they did it in the trailer where they were like, oh, like, you know, I talk to people with delusions of grandeur, and they, like, if they think they're a superhuman, that's who I talk to. But it's like, uh, McAvoy and Willis just got locked up. Jackson's been in there for 19 years, and then you have a room with just the three of them. Yeah. I feel like like there'd probably be more people, like, there are people now that think they're superheroes. (laughs) Yeah. Who's that guy in Seattle who, like, uh... Yeah. Um... But anyway, uh, but wouldn't there be more of there? There would be more of them because, like Bruce Willis made a point of it before. Like I don't, I don't know. It does. Start, it starts to collapse on itself, and that's why I said like when I left the theater, I liked it, and then like as I'm just breaking it down in my head, I'm like, well, all right. Here's it wasn't eh, it wasn't that great. You want to know what my biggest problem, Richard? Is what's that? Bruce Willis can bend steel with his hands. That's right. He can flip over a van. He can break through a steel door. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But he can't do a single fucking push-up to save his own life. <laughs> he can't swim either. No, but, like, he, he, the guy pushes his face into a puddle, and he can't, like, push his arms up to, like, save himself. Ah, uh, that's a great point. Like, yeah, how, that's yeah. not a super – that's a regular guy. Like, you can't fight back but, against that guy? Well, no, but I think he's, like – he gets paralyzed by the water. I don't think it was just because that guy was holding him down. But no, I he doesn't because like he punched he, out of the water tank. No, but then he was in that puddle. Like it was like a weird big puddle. Yeah, remember, when, was remember when they were wrestling underneath under the water and the beast jumped yeah. in on him and they punched yeah, him, so yeah. he punched out of the thing. So like he can operate in water. He you yeah. can't fucking do a push up. No, I guess not. I mean, damn it. <laughs> so like, that really bothered me. I'm sorry. Like, plot no, it, sh- it probably should have. Yeah, I wanted this movie to be good. I see you really did, didn't you? I you did. want to retcon really- that score? <laughs> So at the end, yeah. obviously at the maybe, end, maybe I will, maybe I will, because we're going to keep track of these bad boys. Yeah. Maybe, I'll end, go three, maybe I'll go three and a half. They all die. Yeah. So all three, the, uh, the horde, the overseer and Mr. Glass all die. And the video goes viral and people are like, oh my God, superheroes really exist. What if we've kind of ripped the lid off of it? <laughs> right? Yeah, of course. And so where does that leave us now? Are we, are, what do we do now? You know? well, let me ask you this. Do you want to see a sequel? Nope. We're good. What if I told you nope. that Anya Taylor-Joy <laughs> was going to turn into the Dark Phoenix? Oh. Whew. Still no. And, wait for it, <laughs> uh, David Dunn's son, Joseph Dunn, was Professor X. And, hold on to him. <laughs> Mr. Glass's mom was Storm. Storm. <laughs> uh, no. And together they formed the X Men. Not like, but like no, that, yeah, no, that wouldn't. That, work. that doesn't work. That I'm trying to make jokes about. I can't. No, please no. Um, together they called themselves. <laughs> this is this is the time where M Night takes a couple shifts off. Produce, I will produce yeah, some movies. Shit. Uh, God damn it. You're right. You're right. Like, yeah. The, the writing in this movie is bad. Um, like what a letdown too. like when the three characters that we just like the new X-Men, when the three of them were just sitting there in like the uh, train station or whatever. And you're like, all right, what's going to happen? And then they're just like fucking Mrs. Glass looks over and she goes, the beginning of a universe. Oh, yeah. It's an origin story. (laughs) Yeah, that was the twist. Yeah. 
This was not the third hey, end Rich. of the trilogy. This was the prequel. Hey, Rich. Yes. You know, if they made it, if they followed through with the original plan and had a big showdown at that tower, you know who would have been there? The, uh, the last airbender? The news. <laughs> you know? Somebody. Somebody else. The news would have covered it. Uh, this was not... This is not as good as I wanted it to be. No. So, like, there's this whole, they're teasing this big payoff that they're going to get to this, like, tower and have, like, this big showdown for the whole world to see, which would have probably done a better job than putting it on Reddit, which they basically did. Yeah, they did. They're like, come find it. It's on Tumblr. And they have, like, come they're, like, it. showing it, like, in the, in the subway station. Some, like, old guy who's, like, in his 60s, like, looks at his phone and somehow he's on Reddit and sees, like, this video. Yeah. So this like, oh, this you was, just, uh, you just cruise Reddit, old guy? Yeah, I mean, he might. He's he like might. Craigslist, yeah. Craigslist, missed encounters. I don't know, man. This this movie's a dump. It just it uh, did not did not live up to the hype for me. No, and the there was some sweet action. Um, McAvoy did I, some really you, cool th- things every now and again. McAvoy um, real strong. McAvoy mm-hmm. and Glass teaming up was real strong. It just didn't. Uh, it, there was no. There was never a what payoff. What else did I like? Uh, the fact that James McAvoy's dad was on that train. That's a nice it's callback. The, it wasn't, though, because it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just doing well, that for the sake of doing it. Like, that didn't matter. He used to work for the zoo. <laughs> James McAvoy did. He sure did. We so, love animals on Dork Podcast. Love animals. Love to smell some animals. <laughs> Feelreal.com. Oh, not a good film, huh? It's not good. It's not good. Anyway, so... The one other thing I was thinking of, this reminded me of, and this isn't exactly a secret universe, but Quentin Tarantino, and we did a whole episode a while ago on Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. And a lot of them are in the same universe. And, like, how good of an idea would that be for him to finally, like, put some crossover? Like, that would be a better movie than this. Like, the Vega Brothers would be a better movie than this. That'd be an awesome movie. I don't want to see that movie now. Michael Madsen and John Travolta now. That would... (laughs) That'd be a pretty bad movie. Actually, or would it be better? Oh, now? actually, be better. Both of them just like be bald incredible. and fat. Yeah, just disgusting. And then John Travolta is trying to convince Michael Madsen to join Scientology. That's the whole movie. And it's and just Michael like, Madsen uh, just like like tipping a cowboy hat like up and down like all movie. Yeah, you know, he's like you're bringing up some good points about Zulu, and he's like, <laughs> no, come on, you gotta you gotta join me. It's a lot of tell fun. me tell me again about my thetans. <laughs> Clear. That's my best Clear. Michael Madsen I can do. That's a strong, that's a decent Michael Madsen, sir. Yeah. It's a fair Michael Madsen. <laughs> All right. Anything else on this uh, film that you did not care for? I, kind of uh, talked me out of it. I wanted, I wanted to like it. You know that. You, you know oh, so we should have, we should have done this in non-spoiler, but would you say see it in a movie or skip it? Skip it entirely. Yeah. Because you know it. what? The, the twist at the end of Split was so good. Leave it. And people aren't going to listen yeah. to me. And I, I tell people all the time, it's like um, after the se- the season um, of Dexter with John Lithgow, stop. Like, don't watch yeah, any just, more Dexter. Yeah. And people never listen to me and they get disappointed. I'm like, that's, I think that's season four of Dexter out of like seven. Like, stop there. Yeah. Like, don't watch it. And anymore. you know what? I mean, it's such a busy year for movies. You might as well save yourself the 15 bucks. Seriously. There's, there's uh, wait two weeks. There's probably a better movie that's coming out. I can't think right now, but. Something's better is coming. Um, yeah, something. I mean, I know Captain Marvel is in uh, like a month. March. Yeah. yeah. So watch True Detective. Got, the show's awesome. Oh, loving, loving True Detective. Yeah. Do you want, are we done with glass? Yeah. Pick let's the pod here. Get out of this. Right. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Kick, receive, defer, or defend the goal. I'll receive again this week. This has been a three right. in a row for me that I've received. Wow. I received the kickoff here. But um, jeez, you're like the fucking Patriots. I know. Um, I watched the much. Um, recommended movie. The people were telling me to watch this movie left or right. Uh, the movie Fire, F-Y-R-E on Netflix. Fascinating. Uh, oh, that's um, about that festival, right? About the Fire Festival that was in the Bahamas or something like that. And like the uh, guy. Oh, I got it. Yep. I got to I'll, I'll going to watch that soon. Fascinating. Like how these things happened. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember when the, the, the store, when the story broke in like two years ago. Oh, yeah, um, I did too. Yeah. And it was just like, how the hell? And they're like, oh, gourmet. We're going to have gourmet food. And they showed the picture of like the styrofoam with like oh. a piece of bread with like American cheese and like a dry salad. I'm oh like, my oh, my God. And I so the, the true story of this is even more unbelievable than you th- than the news story. All right, cool. I'll definitely watch so that. Definitely check that out. All right. Very good. 
Um, this is a uh, our buddy Jason Rossi, who does Rossi on Wrestling, the podcast you can check out now on iTunes. He's doing a Royal Rumble pool, Ryan. Oh, boy. If you have any interest in this, it's a $20 buy-in. You get randomly selected a number for both the men's and women's Rumble. And each number will be different, but you'll get you'll get in on each one. And if your person wins the Rumble, I think you get like $250 nice. for either Rumble. And then there's also payouts for uh, like most elimination, oldest wrestler, youngest wrestler, like um, quickest elimination. So there's a bunch of payouts in there. So who are they going to bring in? Who's coming in the rumble? Who's like the old school guy they're bringing in or girl? That's a good question too. I'm always enjoying it for some surprises because it's this Sunday. So there's always going to be a surprise or two. You stone cold. I don't think he wrestles anymore. Why not? I think think his neck's all fucked up. You coward. Well, I, I would not suggest that he is. <laughs> <laughs> he may find you. He might. Um, but so if you're if you're interested at Jason D. Rossi, if he has any more spaces available, you can just DM him on Twitter and figure out a way to, to get in some some sweet Royal Rumble action. This I Sunday do love, that's one of my favorite wrestling pay-per-views. I'm, I'm right on the cusp of getting back into wrestling. I'm almost yeah. there. I'm in on like Rumble and Mania, and like every once in a while, I'll dip in just to see what's going on on Raw. But like, I don't, I don't keep the network year round. Well, like, I'll I tell you, sort of, I dip in and out. What did it? And this happened like a year ago. Our buddy, our, our friend of the podcast, the One Two Three Fridge, mm-hmm. um, introduced me to a young lassie named Becky Lynch. Oh yeah, she's worth the price of admission. Alone. I am smitten. I am yeah. absolutely smitten with everything she does. She's the best. So well, I then want, you might want to watch the Rumble that. this weekend. So maybe we're watching the Rumble. I know. All right, Ryan. So maybe later on this week. So next week, I am going to be uh, out of town for the Super Bowl. Oh, so huh. look at me! Look at me! I'll be in Atlanta. When, when is Dork Podcast going to the Super Bowl? By the way, when are we, when are we doing that? Well, half of Dork Podcast is going. Well, that's just that's well, just that. nitpicking, isn't it? So we may do uh, an Infinity War commentary this week. Nice. If we have time. Yeah. Right. We'll see. Oh yeah, yeah, that? yeah. We yeah, might do right? that because we, we'd be we twitching. Because we'd be twitching. We'd be twitching. So we might we might twitch it so you can twitch it live. You can watch mm-hmm. along with us, and then um, we'll post it maybe next week, like to, as the episode. So if you missed it or whatever, we'll do that. Yeah. So. And the uh, the other announcement I had, I put it on Twitter. Um, my wife has agreed to. We're gonna watch the Oscars and do a live commentary on Twitch of Team oh, Davy on the Oscars. I love it. That would yeah. be great. So, so that's twitch.tv slash D. Of course, you can rate, review, and subscribe to the iTunes. Hashtag dork. We're on Twitter at Dork Podcast. We're on YouTube. Haven't uploaded anything in a while. Maybe I'll come up with some stuff when we're down at the... Uh, yeah, do that. Down at the old Atlanta. So that's uh, youtube.com slash dork podcast. Uh, email dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Davey, where can people follow you? At D on any and all social media. That being Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. I think I'm D 603 on uh on the on instagram but right. other than that you are type in arvon d you'll find me you get your boy all right ryan after all of that another perfect episode nailed it nice